You are listening to the Cowboy Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Sharp, joined once again by co-host Clayton Cooper. Hey, how's it going? And ag teacher slash FFA advisor, Chad Waldron. How you doing? Good to be here again. Today, we're going to be talking about some FFA news, uh, some sports news, and we're also going to have a conversation with Oregon FFA State President Josiah Kershank later on. So, Clayton, what's going on with FFA lately? Um, well, we got state conven- convention coming up here pretty quick, um, and tomorrow, actually, we have our North Lake uh, FFA officer interviews, so that'll be that'll be good. Yeah, yeah. they'll start at 4 o'clock right after school. Yeah, so what kind of questions are they going to be asking us in the officer interviews, Mr. Waldron? They will be asking questions like what your FFA involvement is, why do you want to run for an office, what your goals are, and then maybe some generic questions about uh, what do you plan to do after high school and and what your school activities are. Yeah. It's just a pretty, pretty basic interview overall. It's it, pretty easy. I've done it for a couple of years, and it, yeah. the questions, it's just super casual. I mean, it's just yeah. nice and easy. And the interviewers are just community members from all over North Lake, right? Yeah, it's the advisory committee, which are business and community leaders and parents. And the whole idea is to give the students a little bit of training on interviews and to weed out the people who aren't serious about it. Because it is, it is kind of scary and tough to come and get yeah. interviewed by adults and parents and stuff. So a lot of people will specifically not be an officer just because they won't do that interview, which is probably – they probably shouldn't be an officer if that's the case. Yeah. yeah. And it's, elections are super easy in general, wouldn't you say, Clayton? Oh, yeah, it's super easy. We just get all the FFA members, and then it's just a slate, and then we just vote. It's super easy, super quick and efficient. I mean, Yeah. And then the other big thing we have coming up is actually state convention. They're on the 19th or the 22nd in Redmond, so that should be pretty fun. We're going to get to go to um, sessions where the state officers basically kind of go over the whole year of FFA, and they have their own theme. We'll get to that a little bit later with Josiah Kershank. And then we get to go to workshops where we can learn new things about agriculture, um, they have booths there with companies uh, all over the state where they come and kind of do advertising and teach kids about what they do. So it's a pretty fun time. Oh, yeah. State convention is always fun. Yeah. Yeah, this, this year we're starting state convention on Thursday. And I did see and I did talk to the office. There is a track meet on Thursday afternoon. And that will not be a problem. That track meet is up in Prineville and Crook County. And those FFA students who are planning on going to convention will – and track they can do both they're just going to get dropped off on their way home yeah so it shouldn't be too conflicting at all really should have no conflicts and uh, hopefully next year we're back to our normal schedule but the fairgrounds had a conflict for next monday so we had a yeah. state convention up a day and is this the first or second weekend of spring break it's the first weekend so okay. it's, it's the day we get out for spring break we leave for state convention okay um okay and we've Clayton mentioned a little about state conventions, always pretty fun. What would you say your favorite state convention memory is, Clayton? Um, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of memories that come back, but I'd probably say uh, just being around so many other FFA people, I mean, there's easily, what, 2,000 people there? Easy of it. Yeah, probably more like three, 3,000. Yeah. My, my favorite memory is probably just being around everyone, uh, and the concert was fun. Yeah. There's... It's a lot of good. What, what's your favorite memory, Justin? I would probably say that first year when they played like the like like not like the electronic music. You know what I'm talking about at the beginning. Before, before like the they have pump ele- up music before and, the officers walk yeah, out. Yeah, and you walk out there and there's like it's basically like a concert setting. So they have all these lights flashing around, a bunch of spotlights, and they have like a bot like a UFC style announcer 
calling out the state officers, I'd say that was probably the coolest just because I wasn't expecting that at all. Oh, yeah, and then they, uh, we could, like, we made, like, tunnels for them to run through. Yeah, yeah, where we, like, stood in the aisles and put our arms over them. Yeah, and, and they ran, awesome. that was pretty cool. Yeah. What, what's your favorite state convention memory, Mr. Waldron? Well, I have a lot of good memories. <laughs> I have several state conventions. I'll tell you, though, what I'm probably looking forward to is we're taking Scott Wagner with us this yes. year. He is a special guest. He got invited by the Northwest Credit Union, and they, they're sponsoring him. They bought him a jacket, and he is going to go to the luncheon. And I, I'm kind of excited. I've never seen a student so excited yeah. to go to an FFA. He, he cool. is very happy that he gets yeah. to go Talks on this trip. Talks about it every day. Yes. It's pretty cool. Yeah, he's so excited to wear his jacket, and he will be staying for uh, Thursday night. And I, I am very happy and pleased with the way you students have uh, worked with him and your attitude because obviously it's you know it's going to be a little bit of a challenge but I think it is well worth it and I'm I'm really happy that he's get, he gets to go this year. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. So thanks guys and also uh, the students are also going to uh, help him make him go to the swimming pool and uh, make <laughs> yeah. sure you have that life that what life vest or that floaty thing. Yeah. The, the, arm, the, arm, yep. the arm floaties. Yeah, Scott's pretty worried because he doesn't know how to swim. But yeah. I told him the students would throw out the life. The life, the buoys. Anyway, thanks for the help, guys. Yeah, no that. problem. Yeah, no. So, what do we got going on for sports this spring? Uh, well, uh, we got baseball and track, but right now we're not really sure if we're gonna have a baseball team. We only have about seven to eight kids um, for the first week, so we're there's a little bit of a panic yeah. there. Yeah. So spring sports started uh, on Monday, uh, March second, and track's going good, and then baseball. What'd you get? You guys thought you were gonna have about 14 kids? Well, yeah, that's what we thought. We thought about maybe 13, 14, but it's about half that right now. So. Yeah. So you have to have nine, and you have you're sitting right around seven or eight. So if you're listening to this and you either care about baseball and want the school to have a team, or you just you know want to play baseball, which is probably the better reason, go ahead and talk to Mr. Ward before March 16th, because that's the deadline to join. We could really use it. Yeah. Um, so state wrestling that happened was that last weekend? Yes, I think. I think. I yeah. Think so last weekend. weekend we had six people go to state wrestling and Dalton Puckett ended up placing fourth in the state. So that was pretty good because we haven't had a top five uh, placer in state for quite a while now. Yeah, that was pretty cool, and it was just cool to see how many wrestlers actually made it to state. Yeah, I don't think we've had more than two or three in probably the last decade. And this year, yeah, we had this six. is the most wrestlers we've had to go to any state tournament. In my time, so yeah. at least in the last 20 years. Yeah, the program's really picked up. Uh, so, uh, Did you guys know that DJ, I guess DJ Joy, was selected as Coach of the Year at the district oh, really? tournament? I, I did, did not, not know that. that. I didn't. So actually, good job, DJ. I yeah, heard congratulations. that. So, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. And I, I think, obviously, he deserves it. If he had six wrestlers going to state, and you know they had a dozen wrestlers out, which is the program's really doing good. And yeah. So congratulations, DJ, and, and good job, and thanks for doing all that. Yeah, that's yep. awesome. Yep. So winter sports are officially over with that. Um, the boys actually, did they place at state or did they place in the state playoff? No, they in lost basketball? in the first round. Okay, anyway, they almost made it to state, so that was pretty good for them, and I think the girls were almost in the same boat. So that concludes winter sports, and spring sports are almost into full swing. So if you're doing spring sports, good luck there. And, yeah, I think now we're going to hop on over to our interview with Josiah Kershank. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Is everything seem to be normal? Yeah, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to turn my volume up and down, so I'm going to make sure we're not peeking out like okay. last time. So go ahead and talk normally. 
okay talking normally. Uh, I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> rambling, rambling, rambling. I'm going to stop. All right, Josiah, can you hear me? I can hear you. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Good, good. All right. Excited to be on today. Yeah. So for li- for new listeners who haven't uh, listened to the first part of the podcast here, we're on the phone with Oregon State FFA President Josiah Kershank, who is a state officer this year. And you've been a state officer for about nine months now? Actually, about 11 months. We're preparing to retire in, what, three weeks, something like that at State Convention? Oh, yeah, that's right. I, the Two years weeks. just flown by. What was that? The year's just flown by. It has. It definitely has. It's crazy. We were just talking the other day, and it feels like feels like we, we haven't been in the office nearly long enough, but already we're moved into OSU, and we're into, like, the final convention planning stage Yeah. So um, as well. Yeah, so what is the theme for state convention this year? So the theme for state convention is uh, legacy, and we're really excited to share that with everybody. Um, a lot of people have seen our uh, scene release video. If you haven't, look it up on the Oregon FFA Association Facebook page. Um, but legacy is something that means a lot to us and we're excited to kind of share some of the legacies that we hope to carry on as well as kind of like explore the legacy that we all share, which is the legacy of FFA at state convention. Yeah. That's the video that, uh, you guys played there at the last state executive meeting, right? That is. Yes. Yeah. So that was actually a pretty good video. I might, uh, link that in the description <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> do it. Do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you're from Ben, uh, what, what would you say uh, Ben's, like, best quality or and worst quality is, in your opinion? Ooh, okay. That's a good question. Um, okay, best quality. Uh, I love how Ben brings together kind of the different aspects of our state. It's in the middle of our state, literally, but it's also in the middle of our state. Uh, in that I can walk into a store in Ben, and I'll find the people who live in town and people who might more relate to, like, the Portland type of Oregonian. But I'll also find a lot of people who are connected to traditional uh, agricultural Oregon, Eastern Oregon. Uh, and I like how Eastern Oregon kind of meshes with the, the big town feel and there's mountains nearby. Now, with that comes the downside, which I think there's a lot of people who are, uh, um, I, I think some of the people in Bend that are more like the Portland people, like keep Portland <laughs> weird. I think there might be a sticker coming out soon that says keep Bend weird because yeah. uh, there's there's some weirdness that goes on in Bend for sure. Yeah, so we've talked about the uh, Urban Dictionary definition of Bend before. Would you say that's Uh-oh. true or false? <sighs> okay, so first of all, I'd like to clarify there's a few Urban Dictionary. Uh, ur- uh, urban dictionary definitions for bend one of them i wrote and i think that one's absolutely true (laughs) um and one of a few of them have been written by other people i think those are a little bit harsh towards uh towards my hometown yeah (laughs) um so you're an ffa all through high school as most uh, state officers are so what was your uh, favorite uh, career development events and just overall events in ffa when you're in high school okay so first of all i like i like how you said events because uh, it's hard to choose just one career development event. Yeah. Um, I really liked parliamentary procedure and ag sales because they were definitely like team building events. Um, public speaking is something that came pretty naturally for myself. And so that was a lot of fun to be able to do that. But I also liked how I was able to pull in a group of people, especially with something like parliamentary procedure where my school didn't necessarily have six people who wanted to do it. So you start out in the recruitment phase. Yeah, that's and you exactly take these how people. Yeah, exactly. And so you had to take these people who didn't necessarily even want to do Parley Pro, uh, teach them how to do it, teach them to want to do it, 
and see how well you can do in the contest. And it's actually really cool. I never did that well at Pilot Pro. I made it to sectionals quite a few times, but never to state. And uh, this last year, my sister has been calling me. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm on the Pilot Pro team. Uh, and it's really cool because for the first time in like six years, the Bend FFA beginning parliamentary procedure team has uh, has made it to state, which is really cool. And my sister's on that team. Yeah, so. yeah, they actually uh, beat our beginning parliamentary procedure team there in the contest. The only other team Ooh. there. <laughs> yeah. Rough. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, uh, what would you what would you say your favorite uh, FFA memory is? Ooh, that's a good question. My favorite FFA memory. Um, okay, I've, I have a story for you uh, that can't be – well, I'm sharing it basically. <laughs> See whoever wants to listen to this. Um, at National Convention this year, uh, there's these signs on the streets in Indianapolis. Uh, and if you've ever been to National Convention, you see them. It says, like, Indianapolis welcomes FFA. And Bend FFA kind of has a tradition uh, of stealing – a sign like if, if you're from Bend <laughs> and you go to national convention you got to steal a sign now these signs they're like the crown jewel of national convention very hard to steal they were very high up there and so one night it was actually the night of like the the hour-long jump to new year's we, we went out late at night and we used our extra hour to uh sneak up on one of those poles oh and God. they have the year on them so we assumed that they couldn't be reused um but me the state president from arkansas the state president from tennessee um snuck up there and, and, and we stole something it, it took like a while that's awesome and it was pretty scary it, during the course of that a, a drunk guy walked up to us uh we convinced him not to drive home but instead we helped him order an uber uh another state officer from another state walked up to us we convinced them not to tell their state staff <laughs> what we were doing and it was, it was crazy but yeah what do you think would have happened if you got caught um, people probably would have just scolded us. Oh, it wouldn't have been that bad. That's, Ho- that's pretty hopefully. funny, though. I'm going to guess yeah. Mr. Papke wouldn't have been too happy. <laughs> hey, this is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is Mr. Walder, and I, I sit in once in a while and say a comment yeah. here and there. I, I have a couple questions for you, too. On the uh, the Bend FFA, I it's called Bend FFA, but you're actually in Mountain View School. And yes. so we have a lot of people who don't understand the dynamics. Can you explain to us what actually the program is? I mean, do you guys have – Students coming from Summit as well? Yes. So we, okay, so it's a little bit complicated. In the state of Oregon, there are numerous chapters that service multiple schools. Typically, it's like a district-wide chapter. Um, specifically, uh, the North Clackamas chapter and the Salem-Kaiser FFA chapter are very much geared to be that way. Um, Bend FFA chapter is kind of that way, but also kind of not. So we are definitely based out of Mountain View High School, and it's designed for Mountain View High School students to be able to take an ad class and become FFA members through the affiliate program. But also, out, uh, students who go to other schools can transfer to Mountain View High School for, uh, they can transfer for their full day, obviously, but they can also transfer for a half day or just for one class period and come to Mountain View High School to take that class from us. And so that's why we're called the Bennett FFA chapter. At some point, personally, I would love to see an FFA chapter to... Uh, grow at either Summit High School or Bend High School, which doesn't have one because they send their students to us, uh, or even uh, like Marshall High School or the high school that's being built right now. Yeah. But right now, our chapter is the one for the whole city of Bend, all the schools in the Bend-Lapine School District. Yeah, and Mr. Papke's the advisor there, correct? That is correct, and Jamie Brentano. Yeah, so <laughs> Mr. Papke's uh, a pretty funny guy sometimes. So what would you say is Mr. Papke's most interesting quality? Ooh, Papke's most interesting quality. And don't say his bald head. 
yeah, my, my, my mind was going there. Oh, <laughs> Just Pat so you know, Keys. Mr. Papke has not always been bald. Yeah. I started working with Mr. Papke back in 1995. And wow. So, yeah, I'm, I've been friends with Mr. Papke for a long time. <laughs> and before, yeah. you, before you go into him, I just a lot of people don't know that Mr. Papke has quite the history of FA. He started over in Silverton, went to Crook County for a couple of years, spent about 10 years in Indianapolis at the National FA, and now he's back in Bend. So he is, he's, wow. uh, he's very experienced around. and has quite the history of FA and a wealth of knowledge. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, like you are saying, a wealth of knowledge, that's probably the most interesting quality of Mr. Packy. I was thinking about that, like, when he first stepped into the bend of the agrima, I wasn't sure what to think of the guy. Like, he, like on day one, he mentioned, like, oh, yeah, sometimes my students call me J-Pap Diggity Sauce. Like, what in the world? Like, what is this guy? Um, but Packy, he's honestly, like, one of the smartest guys I know. Um, I went to Washington, D.C. I'm kind of like a history nerd sometimes, or at least I was, like, yeah, sophomore same. year. And at and at district uh, at chapter officer retreat, we were sitting around a table, and I remember like I was like, okay, let's have a history trivia quiz. And I was like, oh, at this table, I'm gonna win hands down. And so we go on the table, and I, it's my turn to ask a question. And so I was like, think about Arlington National Cemetery. Whose house is built at the top of Arlington National Cemetery? We go around, and nobody knows. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was my hardest question. Like nobody's gonna get this. And he gets to Mr. Packing's like Robert E. Lee. <laughs> Like, no one knows that. Like, how? But he knows a lot of random information. He also knows a lot of useful information that's helped me out. Um, some secret tips and tricks when it comes to different things. But yeah. very thankful for Mr. Papke and Ms. Brentano. Yeah. Would you say that Mr. Papke's probably one of your motivators to be a state officer? Or was one of your motivators? He was, yeah. I think for anyone on the team, our ag advisors were one of the biggest drivers. Um, and I think it's really cool. Like, we're talking about a legacy. And I think there's certain people in our lives that have enabled us to carry on their legacy. And what's really cool about ag advisors is I think any of us, if we're being honest, when we stepped into a classroom as freshmen, um, it takes a special type of person to see potential in freshmen. Uh, we're awkward. We want everybody to like us. We kind of Maybe we're sitting in the bag playing on our phone. We should be engaged in the school. And yet, an ag advisor is someone who chooses to invest in those people, some of the people that might be the hardest to to invest in, right? Yeah. And so I'm really thankful for Mr. Papke, um, and he definitely is one of the motivators why I ran and why I continue to try hard when I'm teaching in classrooms or, or speaking in front of large audiences or doing busy work for late type of stuff. So. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. And like I say, I've been friends with Mr. Papke for 25 years. And, I, and for the record, I'm going to throw this out there, when he started teaching, he had uh, Mr. Packy had a great head of hair, or in baseball terminology, a head of lettuce. So he's not always been okay. bald, guys. Okay. okay. <laughs> the reason the snag teachers are bald is because of the students. So Justin, Clayton, yeah, yeah. Keep that in mind. I, I was teaching with Mr. Holvik the other day in the Douglas FFA chapter, is where he is now, and uh, he was talking about back at his time. Um, at, at one of his previous chapters, his students were like, he was like, I can't figure out why I'm going bald. And uh, so they like pulled a prank on him. And whenever he got worried, he'd start to rub his forehead. And they're like, that's why. That's why you're going bald. You're rubbing your hair away. So I don't know if that's actually why advisors go bald. But. Yeah. Yeah. So you are a state officer. So what do you think has been your favorite part of state office, but also like the toughest part of being a state officer for a whole year? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think it depends the person in terms of the toughest part, but I think the favorite part is pretty constant uh, with most people, which the favorite part is obviously the membership experiences. 
Um, there's nothing like being able to just show up at a district leadership camp uh, and two days later be able to walk away with some really close friendships with the people. I remember, um, especially that Central Oregon district leadership camp, we changed up a little bit this last year. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of years, like you, like for me, I would have the presidents in my group uh, for like three days and like we'd go through a ton of workshops and you just build some really close connections. Um, and the goal is to, is hopefully transform those people into better into better leaders, into better chapter presidents, but it's also to form a connection with them. And I think anyone who's a state officer loves forming that connection with people. Um, and so I definitely think the experiences with Oregon FFA members and with the other people involved is definitely the best part. The hardest part is probably uh, the relationships that you don't get to grow. And that's the relationships back home. I, I, that's one of the one of the hardest parts for some people. And so, for me, I know I've got three little sisters at home. I got parents, and I love them a lot. And there are times when I have to be away from home for over a month, and that's hard. Like I try to call them. I try to call them every week or every two weeks. Uh, but it's hard to keep your relationship the same when you're away from home. Um, and I know, especially for certain members of my team, that's been hard to stay engaged on the road when you know stuff's going on at home without you, and you really wish you could be a part of it. Yeah. Um, the other hard part of that is they work us. There's a lot of long hours and I know for some people more than others, um, you need some time to decompress. You need some time, uh, to just kind of chill, uh, especially for an introvert state office isn't really built for introverts. Um, but especially for people who are introverted, it's hard to find times to decompress because you're constantly around people. Uh, even when you think about like a normal job, you get to go home at five, but with state office, like literally the moment you wake up, you're, you're in someone's house and literally the moment you go to bed, you're in a different person's house. Yeah. So you're constantly on, which is fun for a lot of us, but for some people that gets tiring over time. Yeah. Well, you basically live on the road with your officer team for a whole year, year whole year, right? Totally. Yeah. 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 That'd be pretty tough. Yep. I've been living out of a truck out of two suitcases, <laughs> which is a lot easier than I thought it'd be at the beginning of the year. Yeah. But yeah. So, yeah, we're getting close to time here. So the last question I want to ask you is, um, do we get an inside scoop on what the pump-up song for State Convention is? Yes, I will give you a total inside scoop. Okay. The pump-up song for State Convention is not one song. It's not it one song. Five, it, it is seven songs. It's a mashup, isn't it? Seven songs. So we got, I think we got seven sessions, right? Oh, and you have so different like, ones. Okay. We, we were thinking about it. We were like, you know what? We like a ton of different songs. And so we chose seven different songs for pump-up songs. Nice. Um, and we're super excited to share them. I, none of them have been used before in recent history, to my knowledge. Okay. Um, oh, a couple okay. of them are like your standard, like, like kind of like, like your standard song. Just like last year, what was it, like Calabria? Yeah, something? something like that. Some of them sound pretty similar to that, and then some of them are like really unique. So you got to come to all the sessions so you can hear all of our pump-up songs. Okay, will do. Nice. But, all right, Josiah, all right. so thanks for being on the podcast, and we would be happy to have you back anytime if you're willing. Sweet. Thank you guys for having me. It was a lot of fun talking to you guys. Uh, take care over there in North Lake. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Bye. See you later, Josiah. Yep. Bye. All right, have a good one. See you guys. All right, so that was Oregon FFA State President Josiah Kershank. Uh, we had a pretty good conversation with him there. Um, so now I want to talk about some upcoming episodes. Next week, we're going to try to have Conley Kittredge, community member, on the podcast to talk about cap and trade a little bit. And that would be really cool to have Conley. Yeah, here. Conley's you know, a pretty interesting if, Yeah, if you know Conley, he's, uh, he's unique. Yeah, he's, he's also a, on the advisory committee, so we could talk about that a little bit too. Yeah, yeah he, hopefully he's here tomorrow night for the officer interviews. And, yeah, Conley's quite the character. 
uh, former student and pretty good friend. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait to hear his opinion on cap and trade. <laughs> I think I already know what it I, is. I think I we all know. To, yeah. I can't wait to discuss it. Yeah, later. I think we all know what yeah. his Tom opinion kind is. Tom li- ri- rides that fine line between farmer and agricultural activist. So. <laughs> <laughs> Always has, and, and he was like that as a, the North Lake FFA president as well. Yeah. <laughs> good president. Good yeah. officer. So that'll be a good uh, – pretty good episode of the podcast but until next week that is all we have for you so thanks for listening to the cowboy talk podcast find us on podbean at thecowboytalk.podbean.com on facebook at the north lake ffa page and also soon to be on apple itunes podcast if we can get it set up so we will talk to you next week yep see you later see you in a week